Have you ever wondered what, how does the assignment of income doctrine affect the trust? Uh, you've come to the right place, although I'm sure the answers are not going to be what you're expecting. Hi, my name is Don Thornton. I'm a senior trust specialist. I'm also a real estate investor with 20 years experience in uh, Florida doing short sales. And in this video, I'm going to explain to you what the assignment of, of, in, of income doctrine is. I'm going to talk to you about how it, 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 what this assignment of doctrine or assignment of income doctrine is does not affect the trust when it comes to passive income the trust earns from its investments. I'm also going to show you that with the, with this trust, any active income that is converted into passive income for the trust also is not a case of the assignment of in, income doctrine uh, working as far as you know not paying your fair share of taxes. So let's get started. So what is the assignment of income? It is a doctrine that the IRS has, and it's very simple. It says that the taxpayer who earns the money pays the taxes. That's really it in a nutshell. But it's not just a taxpayer. And remember, taxpayer can be an entity as well. Any company, LLC, whatever, person. Uh, if that person or that entity earns money, the IRS says, that person needs to be the one paying the taxes. So why is this even an issue? Because people have been trying to minimize their taxes. I mean, let's face it. I mean, if we're red-blooded, we all tend to want to avoid taxes. The, the issue, of course, is you don't want to evade taxes because that's what's going to put you in prison. But So what do people do? I mean, the whole thing became a doctrine in, I believe it was in 1920, was the Supreme Court case. It was Lucas versus Earl. And that was a case where uh, a husband and a wife had a agreement to provide a service jointly. And then what happened was the husband, even though it was supposed to be done jointly, the husband said, well, only half of the, you know, he filed his taxes. and was like, well, you know, he only, he only filed taxes on half his income and, and you know, tried to not pay uh, for the wife's 50% uh, of this. And that was, you know, the, it went to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court ruled, no, nope, no, nope, you, you know, you can't do that. This was earned as a unit, as a married couple. Therefore, both had to pay taxes. And of course, that was the precedent with uh, the IRS. And it's been that way ever since. So in, in, it's, in a nutshell, what they're trying to do is, you know, people who who were you know, violating the assignment of income uh, doctrine is that they're, they have some kind of entity or they themselves have earned money and they're trying to divert a significant portion of that to somebody else. So that way they're only paying taxes on a reduced amount, which of course is fraudulent, right? So uh, that's the thing that you have to understand. So I mean, people will do, and, 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 and listen, as far as it, uh, uh, as far as it uh, pertains to the trust, there are a lot of people out there who think, well, you know what, that's what, you know, this, if you set this up in a trust, all you're doing is you're violating the assignment, assignment of income do, uh, a doctrine because you're trying to, you know, you're earning the money, but you're trying to put it into a trust and therefore that's a violation. So that's a good uh, description of what the assignment of, of uh, income doctrine is. And I'm going to get to why the trust is not guilty of that. And but first, I want you to go to the button and subscribe to my channel. Gosh, look at how much valuable in uh, 
content I'm giving you. And I want you to subscribe and hit the little button. So that way, or not the little, the bell, I should say. So that way, you know, when I drop another video, because listen, I'm, I know people are telling me that they get a lot of, they get a lot out of this and I want you to get a lot out of it as well. Okay. Now I want to talk now about how uh, passive income can also sometimes be a violation of an assignment of income doctrine, why the trust is not. Okay, so the bottom line is, is that what whoever has or owns an asset or something that creates a stream of passive income, all right, they are the ones that have to pay the tax. Okay, so let's take an example of the trust. So when I have a client come to me and say, look, I'm paying too much in taxes, I, you know, I'd like to, to work with the trust. And we say, that's great. But here's the thing, you know, what we're not, what the trust is not doing, that person is not getting income from a passive, in, you know, from a from passive income source and then putting that into the trust and saying, oh, the trust, the trust, uh, that's not a taxable event for the trust. That's not how it works. If I have uh, an account with Charles Schwab, for example, and it's in my name and it's coming to me and then I put that into the trust. Well, I'm still, that's still a taxable event for me. Okay. No matter if I put the money into the trust or not, I still got to pay the piper on that. All right. But here's the thing. If I sell irrevocably my assets into the trust. Okay. So then the, the, the trust becomes the owner of that asset. So then the trust has the account with Charles Schwab in this example, or if it's rental property, if the trust, you know, if I own a, a piece of rental property and then I uh, I get the rents, you know, if, if it's, I own it personally or my LLC owns it and then the rents are paid to me or the LLC and then I take that money and put it in the trust and say, well, the trust, that's not taxable and that's, that's a violation, right? But in our strategy, I or my LLC, we're going to sell irrevocably that asset into the trust. So it becomes the trust's property. Now, the rents are paid from that income property or from any kind of account that produces passive income. They're being paid to the trust because the trust is the owner of that. And so that is, in this case, the assignment of, of income doctrine is, is right that the trust owns that property or owns that income stream, therefore it must pay taxes. Now, the difference is, is that this trust has a unique relationship with IRS code 643, which means that this is not a taxable event. The trust owns it, it's a trust asset, passive, in passive income is coming into the trust, and that's not gonna be a taxable event for the, for the, uh, the trust, as long as it's allocated to the corpus of the trust, and no disbursements are made to the beneficiaries. So you see how that works? That's that's how it works with passive income. So in just a second, I'm gonna tell you about how this works with the active income and show you the same thing. The trust, this trust is not in violation of the assignment of income doctrine. But what I'd like for you to do now is comment, leave a comment. I love comments. You know what guys? People who have been commenting, I see you. I've been answering your questions and I love the engagements happening here. I'm glad that you guys are listening because listen, this, this video I'm doing right now was a question. Someone said, hey, what about the assignment of income doctrine? I've heard, I, read, I saw this on YouTube. Tell me about that. So that's what I'm doing right now. So please leave a comment and it helps my engagement. More people see me.
uh, on these trusts, I mean, on my uh, videos. All right, so I'm gonna talk now about why, uh, how we use the strategy we use for the trust with active converting active income to passive income for the trust is not a violation of the assignment of income doctrine, right? Because you, the way this, the way it works is when, you know, when you have a business, you sell your business assets into the trust, okay? And then the trust is going to be a 90% member of your LLC, all right? So then what's going to happen is your LLC is going to generate revenue and, you know, be liable for taxes for whatever the, the, the LLC earns, right? That's the assignment of income doctrine, right? The LLC earns it and needs to pay for it. The difference, the difference here is that because there is a there's an expense tied to the to the income of the truck of the, the LLC of, of of the lease, right? The the, the trust is is um, leasing the assets to the LLC. It's getting paid for that. That is a lease payment. The trust is getting a lease payment. Okay. Now the trust is also a 90% limited member of the LLC. And so at the end of the, the fiscal year, 90% of whatever's left over uh, of taxable income for the LLC is going over to the trust as a K-1 distribution. So we're just basically using two more expenses for the LLC to be to be uh, sent over to the L to the uh, trust as passive income, which is going to reduce the um, uh, taxable income for the LLC. Now, whatever's left over, that's taxable, right? So the so the LLC is in compliance with the assignment of income doctrine. The trust now gets passive income in the form of a lease payment, gets passive income in the form of a K one distribution. Okay, so it comes over. And because of the relationship with the, uh, because the trust is in compliance with IRS code 643, the trustee can declare that passive income to be an extraordinary, extraordinary dividend. And then as long as it's allocated to the, the corpus of the trust and it's not dispersed to the beneficiaries, then that is not considered a taxable event for the trust. So you see LLC earn the money completely pays taxes on whatever is left over uh, as it's, as it's uh, pre-tax net income, the trust, Anything, any passive income in, it's in, it's in accordance with IRS code 643, not a taxable event. So therefore, there is no, no, no violation of the assignment of, of income doctrine, and the trust is fully compliant with all IRS codes, and it's been done so for decades. And so you should feel good about that. So what you what I'd like for you to do is if you're interested in learning more about this, you know, go down to the description. My website's there. You can uh, also my calendar link. You can you can um, reserve a time where I can go over what your situation is and how that would work. And as a reminder, even though it's right here on the screen, I'm going to remind you that I'm not a licensed tax or legal uh, professional. And what I'm telling you right now is absolutely 100 percent informational purposes only. Seek licensed professional uh, advice before entering into any transaction. I'll see you next time.